Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. Mousebirds is brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Travel Agency. TTA Vacations specializes in helping you plan your Disney, Universal, and Cruise Line vacations. To take advantage of our free planning services, contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. Our show hosts are your agents, so contact us to have us help plan your dream family vacation today. Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Rachel and Laurel. Hello. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. Today, we're continuing our kind of intro to the Disney Cruise Line, and we're going to talk about Disney's private island, Castaway Key, which is in the Bahamas. And we're also going to talk about what our ideal day at sea is, because I think more than the travel aspect and the islands, we're more about cruising for those days at seas and for the ship as a destination. So let's talk a little bit about Castaway Key. Disney was really the first cruise line to do the private island concept when they started back up in 98. And they bought... uh, or leased an island from the Bahamas called Gorda Key that previously had been used for drug smuggling and converted into their own private paradise. Uh, it's just really a tropical island. There's not a big buildup like water park or beach club like at Perfect Day at Coco Key on Royal Caribbean. It's just about a relaxing day at the beach. And they have activities, uh, you know, the standard there's snorkeling, there's a stingray, there's jet skis, there's parasailing, you could rent bikes, you could rent tubes, there's a few slides, but it's there's mainly a glass, a glass bottom boat, don't forget the glass bottom boat. Oh my god, twin. Okay, I, I can already tell our Castaway Key Day may be more similar than we were expecting. <laughs> um, and it's kind of broken into a, the two family beaches. Uh, which are really just next to each other. And then uh, Serenity Bay, which is the adults-only beach, uh, 18 and up. There's cabanas to rent at all the beaches, uh, which go fast. So if you want them, make sure you try and book. But if you're not platinum or staying concierge, good luck with that, let's be honest. Uh, they they kind of still have the Castaway Key 5K, but it's not as organized as it used to be. It used to be the first people off the boat and you ran around the island and up and down the runway that the drug smugglers used to use and around the lookout area. Why you gotta, why do you gotta call out the drug smuggling? Because I think it's an interesting part of the history of the island. I don't know. I mean, I'll just say this, when you go to Castaway Key, you would absolutely never know that there this this place wasn't always an island paradise. Um but it's a fun thing to do. I did it my first time. Uh, if they did it organized, I'd probably do it again. But you could also rent bikes and go around there. It's a good way to see the island in the morning. Uh, but really, if you just want to sit and lounge, you're never going to have a problem finding a lounge chair. There's plenty of them around. And it's just a really nice day at a really nice beach. Uh, there are kids clubs. Uh, Laurel, you wanted to talk about that? So Scuttles Cove, it sounds like they have, man, this one person wrote, Scuttles Cove is the kids club on Castaway Key. It almost puts the Oceaneer Club and the lab on the ship to shame. Yeah, that's true. 
it, <laughs> that is the uh, club that's for three to 12. They have a little splash pad area, which is called the spring a leak splash cat splash pad. And then they also have uh, something called Pelican plunge, which is like those, uh, those water slides that go into the, the ocean. And it's for specific well, it's not really for specific age groups. It's actually based off of your height. And you got to be able to swim out to it because it's a little floating, yeah. like... Well, yeah, it's, a floating, it's a floating dock style uh, of s- uh, slide. But yeah. they also have... Um, the sandcastle building. Apparently the most epic of sandcastle building paraphernalia at the Scuttles Cove Kids Club. <laughs> Uh, there's a water station to get the sand just the right consistency and there is every possible type of building tool and mold for your castle needs <laughs> it's funny uh, they also have the teen hideout club which is for 14 to 17 which is next to their own beach teen beach i'll say this if i was a teen man like my own everything at this club and since it's you know the ship's right there if you want to leave your check your kids into the kids club on the boat and get off, they let you do that here. This is like a port where that's kind of not frowned upon. Um, so you have that option. Uh, you've got a few food options on the island. You have cookies and cookies too, which are oh, and and Serenity has their own um, right as well. Uh, I forget the name of the one at Serenity, but they all basically serve the same kind of buffet. The chicken people like the chicken sandwich. Uh, the cookies, they have the ice cream on the island, and your sodas are all on the island. Uh, I believe there's an extra steak option out at the Serenity Bay yes, restaurant. That's, uh, yeah. We didn't get a chance to go there ever because we had our kid with us. So, yeah. <laughs> But the food at Cookies was fine. It was nothing to write home about, but it was good barbecue kind of it, It's your stuff. standard beach barbecue. It's nothing extremely special, but I think what's special about it is that you don't have to get back onto the ship, you know, to go get a meal. Like clearly all the food is here. You can, if you want, it's not that it's maybe a 15 minute walk from the main beach. Well, with, with the tram service, but yeah. Um, But, um, and there's also um, accessibility for three different locations for food, depending on where you are at the Island. I mean, you know, the Island that is the, the developed space of the Island is vast i mean i think they i think i read somewhere it was like 50 acres have been developed yeah, so, and then the, uh, the rest hasn't been so you know if you think about 50 acres i mean if you're trying to explore the entire island like you're clearly going to be like wanting to use the tram and to really like be uh uh, uh strategic about how you plan your day uh, but the nice thing about having the multiple locations for food is that depending on where you are it's pretty easy to access and there's also several different bars and drink stations all over the island as well. Yeah, I forget all the names of the bars, but there's the one I really like. Is on a, is kind of like separates the two main family beaches, and it's out on a jetty. Mm-hmm. And you can and there's you know frozen drink huts, and it's the same as a ship. You know, sodas and stuff are included, but alcohol's not. Uh, they have the ice cream machines, which usually have a few different flavors. I know a lot of people will take the cookies from Cookies too and make ice cream sandwiches out of those. That's oh, a popular thing. That's a good idea. <laughs> hmm. uh, but it's really just a relaxing day. And that's kind of what I would say I would do. You know, like for me, start off with the 5K if it's running as an organized thing. If it's not, uh, I'm not the kind of person who just wants to run on their own. Uh, they'll still give you the medal. It's just a you know rubber medallion on a lanyard. But if they're doing that, I'll probably get off the boat nice and early, 
do the 5K. Well, wait, wait, since we're doing your whole day, are you going to start with breakfast? Well, you got to eat on the ship. Yeah, are you? Uh, are, now, d- first of all, castaway key days can vary as it, on, on whether the, the sit-down restaurant experience is available on your castaway key day. It depends on whether, and it depends on what's going on. But I think for some cruises, they only have access to cabanas. So cabanas can get pretty crowded in the well, morning. you went and did, on our castaway key morning, you, you took Andy to tritons yeah and then i went to cabanas correct so because i had to get off early to do the correct and we didn't have any issues with weather but there have been some days where they dock late um and some days where they get there a little bit early and then they end up just opening up a little early um so it just kind of depends i think we had an average day so and on our um cruise we were on a six day Five night. A five night, right. So, you know, if, if yours, most of the cruises in the Caribbean don't go beyond six, sorry, seven days, right? Yeah, almost everything in the East, West Caribbean and Bahamas is going to stop at Castaway Key. Yeah. Some of them are going to, next year, are going to start bypassing it and go to Lighthouse Point, which is Disney's new private, quote unquote, island. It's part of a larger Bahamian island, but it's a private resort on the island. And we really don't know much about that yet. Yeah. But otherwise, it's going to be a lot of the same stuff, but it's supposed to be a little more flair for bohemian culture there. So they're going to, because they can have people commute in and out from there, as opposed to Castaway Key only has like a handful of people who live there mm-hmm. all the time. And most of the crew that are serving you food, taking care of the beach, lifeguards, they come off the ship. Right. So let's start with your day, Ron. Where are you going for breakfast? Well, I'm going to eat at Cabanas and get off nice and early and do that 5K okay. if they're running it. If not, I'm probably still going to do Cabanas and get off as early as I can and just go relax for a bit in the morning. Find I like the beach we were at, which was kind of right in the middle of the two family beaches, not too far from Pelican Plunge and not too far from that uh, bar out on the jetty, like yeah. that area. It's always important to remember if you want to get good a good place to park yourself, if you will, on the family beach, because that does get very crowded, is to try to get out there as early as you can. That's another reason why a lot of people like to do the 5K. Where we picked our place to sit, we were staring right at the ship. It was a gorgeous yeah, view. Yeah, we had a nice location. Uh, so we, I like to park around there and relax in the morning, you know, rent some snorkeling equipment in the mid, like after like early lunch, get rent some snorkeling equipment, do the snorkeling out there. And then just kind of relax again in the afternoon and do, you know, Pelican Plunge a few times. It's not really ever a long wait on those slides. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just relax as a, you know, day at the beach. I am i don't feel the need to do the jet skis or anything else. Like, yeah, maybe once in a while, those are good things to do. But if you go to the beach often, like right. go to Florida off, or maybe we don't go to the Bahamas, like... It, it doesn't appeal to me to do all those things because I've done all those kind of things before. That's true. So and our daughter's four and a half, so yeah. we're clearly not going to be doing extreme sports with her. Uh, good but point. It, so it's a just nice, relaxing day for me. Uh, and we're probably going to have my kid with me, so we're not going to go out to Serenity Bay. Maybe now she's a little older, and if she wants to go to the kids' area, maybe we will check out the Serenity area, but uh, one of the cool things about that, I believe that's where the big sandbar is. So when the tide's low, you have like a little tidal pool and then the beach extends out like another 100 or two feet from high tide. 
where there's a yeah. sandbar and you can kind of go chill out there. So that would be cool to check out. But yeah, my day is going to be nice and relaxed, kind of the opposite of my day in the parks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like what you're saying. And so after you've um, done all of that, what's your plan? Like, are, are you, do you have any other like must do's? Like, do you, are, is a must do to go get a frozen beverage? Is a must do to go shopping for some of the some of the exclusive merchandise. The shopping doesn't really interest me much at all. I've already got my pin. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of the thing I would want. You know, I'm going to go to the bar occasionally, you know, not more than like a couple of times, honestly. <laughs> uh, and, you know, go get my ice cream in the afternoon. Cookies oh, does have limited hours. That's one thing to be careful. Yes, about. I think it's, it's only open for like eleven to two or yeah. Something like I think that. it's eleven thirty to two ish. I think they do adjust the hours if you have a day that uh, is a late arrival uh, or a late, you know, um, like getting off the boat kind of day, depending on weather. But I mean, for the most part, it's going to be eleven thirty to two. So it's always important to to like make sure you're scheduling your time around around that time. For me, you know, one of the important things is just to make sure that you remember to take your kids out of the club to go get lunch. It's not that they, they'll certainly feed your children, I think, but at the same time, you know, I like to make sure that I have my child with me when they're eating. I want to make sure they're eating. I want to know that they're eating, you know. So like for me, I just want to make sure Andy's gotten the food, you know, and it's also some time to get together you know have a meal together you know if she's been in the club most of the day you know enjoy some time together quality time so maybe i'll talk a little bit about my castaway key day so ordinarily i am not a cabana's breakfast person um but because i'm anticipating this type of day to be particularly early just like any excursion day i'm going to forego my standard breakfast uh, room service and breakfast sit down and I'm going to go to cabanas this is going to be my day to enjoy my cabanas and I'm going to try and get there early because cabanas gets really crowded on a castaway key day and um and if you're going to do that sit on the back the ship backs in sit on the back deck at cabanas true. and you get this gorgeous view of the island because you're going to be docked a little while before they let mm-hmm, you off mm-hmm. it takes a while for them to prepare to get uh guests off and the first guests that are off are the are those who signed up for the 5k now, the reason why I am doing this is because the last time we went, we had our castaway key day, we had our one-year-old with us and Ron, you know, wanted to do the 5k, you know, I'm obviously supportive of that. Anytime Ron wants to run, I'm like, Hey, go, go get your run on. So I had her with me. And, um, at the time it was much easier for me to get up in the morning. Cause she was an early, an early riser baby, of course, at six in the morning. So she and I at 6.30 would have room service coffee and really just the coffee for me. (laughs) And then she and I would be wandering about really her crawling around the ship for like an hour and a half before breakfast was being served at the dining hall. And so, you know, I ended up getting my early morning breakfast and then I, you know, would see, I saw Ron off before he went off to his run. And then of course, Kerplunk was the time when Andy decided she was going to have her first nap of the day which was just great. So I had to deal with the process of her napping and then getting everything off the ship. And, you know, and I had her napping with me for about an hour, you know, while everyone else had gotten off the ship, which meant that I got off a little bit late. She was still sleeping. (laughs) So I just decided I really couldn't wait any longer. So I had to carry her in my carrier while she was sleeping as I docked or I got off the boat 
you know, it was kind of a process. And then of course I'm thinking I'm going to be able to get one of the beach strollers, but yeah, we were about to say we should bring up the beach stroller. Yes. You have to get off the boat early. If you can plan ahead to get a beach stroller, they do run out. Um, you know, I ended up getting like the last one and it wasn't even at the first tram stop. It was like all the way in towards family beach. And it was, it was kind of a bit of a, it was a bit of a challenge, you know, for me carrying all my bags and my baby on my belly and all that stuff. So just something to think about. So because of that experience, um, for me, I really want to try to get off the boat as early as possible. And if I have a sleeping baby next time, I'm just going to bring her with me (laughs) sleeping. I'm not going to wait and go back to the room and nap. So, um, now since I am getting off the boat early, I'm taking the tram, I'm going to catch some characters because the characters come out in their really cool beach outfits. And then I'm planning that Andy is old enough and is going to want to go to the club right away. She's going to want to hit that Scuttles Cove Kids Club right away. So my intention is that we're going to drop her off. I'm going to go over to Serenity Beach. And I'm not ordinarily a morning cocktail kind of gal, but this might be the time for Laurel to go ahead and get a morning cocktail (laughs) at the beach. yeah, and then when and and when and then about lunchtime, I plan on going to get Andy, taking her to get lunch, and then you know the afternoon really, I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of relaxed about it, but I would really like to go do a glass bottom boat tour. There's a lot of different activities available at Cabana, or I'm sorry, at Castaway Key, but I think that particular glass bottom boat is a little bit more unique. You don't see that everywhere you go. Um, and like Ron said, you know, we've done lots of different kinds of Florida and beach trips over the years, and we've done different kinds of excursions at the beach, but I've never done a glass bottom boat. So that would be on my list to do. Plus I think Andy would like it. I'm not sure how she would do at her age, um, right now to go snorkeling. So, uh, something to consider. And then, um, maybe we'll take her over to get some slides in. And then, you know, for me, if she's not going back to the club, you know, then we'll go back to the family beach. Maybe we'll get a float rental, you know, so we can float on the floaty. Um, you know, for me, that, that that sounds like a really nice relaxing kind of day. But I will say one of my other plans is to make sure I'm ready to go like within about an hour or two before, um, you know, they call on board. And there are a couple of reasons for this. Yeah, call on board is usually around 435 but if you have early dinner you want to get on early true that's another one of my things as well because we would probably be an early dinner family but also i want to make sure that i don't feel like too rushed to like if i want to go shop at some look at some of the exclusive merchandise and also if you get onto the ship early and you're still in your swimsuits it's kind of a nice um time to go ahead and get a couple of dunks in on the slide if you have a slide on your boat um, because there can be a lot of long lines during sea days. So it's kind of a strategic little moment before we get ready for dinner. So yeah, that's that's my castaway key day. Rachel, what about you? Well, I guess for me, um, because my child is not old enough to go to the clubs yet, uh, I have to be considerate of the fact that my child will likely be with me the whole time. Otherwise, he might be sleeping uh, in a hammock or on a... Uh, on the sand knowing him will probably just crash on the sand uh or maybe on one of the um one of the nice loungers at the family beach but 
let's start at the beginning. For me, a perfect day at Castaway Key really starts by obviously getting up early and probably packing the night before, making sure I have the few things I want to make sure I bring with me. Um, I do think that it is important to to be, you know, to, to have the things that, you know, will make you happy while you're not at the ship, uh, even though you could technically probably buy anything you might need at Castaway I am not that person. I would get annoyed with myself if I had to go buy something as simple as like chapstick or uh, or sunscreen. Uh, that would annoy me because then uh, those are things I could have prepared myself for. Uh, so uh, first things first, prepare my, my bag. Make sure I have my bag of things that we need for the day. Uh, and then obviously from there, figure out... Uh, are we eating breakfast? Who's not eating breakfast? And then what time are we leaving? My husband does not eat breakfast, which is why I bring this up. So typically my day would start with me and my child getting up and getting ready to go and then going to eat breakfast and then making sure I've told my husband what time he must meet us uh, at the gangway before we get off the boat. Uh, because likelihood is he will sleep in and then uh, probably get off the boat right about the time uh, whenever we're whenever we're leaving. Um, and at that point, we then start our venture onto the island. Uh, now there is, of course, the option- You didn't say what you were planning on doing for breakfast. Oh, well, I'm with you on the fact that Cabanas or uh, what's the one on the Wish? Um, uh, Marceline Market is probably the go-to on this particular day. I am normally a- sit down and relax at breakfast kind of gal. I, I don't normally eat at Cabana's breakfast maybe more than once or yeah, maybe more than once on, on a Disney cruise because I do really prefer the sit down breakfasts. Um, the, there's not really much difference in the quality of the food, I would say. It's just the overall experience is a little bit softer and it's a little bit um, more relaxing you don't have to go up with your child to go fill their plate well and, and i mean at the same time you know to be to be honest uh, ever like the the on the last cruise we did uh god bless my my one and a half year old bless him his little little soul uh he just could not sit down or deal with the you know the the excitement of the buffet in cabanas it was just way too, too much <laughs> yes it was way too much for him which is kind of funny to say because he's not usually the kind of kid that gets overstimulated um but for whatever reason he could not handle cabanas it was just way too much for him and at any time we would go into cabanas it would just become a huge nightmare so uh, you, there was one morning I was all by myself and of course, husband sleeping as, as he normally does in the morning. And so of course I wake up, my child is awake and we're going to go venture out and get some food. I did my darndest to get him into cabanas and that just was not happening. So then, uh, we then had to sulkily make our way to whatever restaurant happened to be open that morning for breakfast. And thank God they were still allowing seating. Uh, so then we went in and we sat down and we got served breakfast, which definitely was a much better experience until it, he was ready to leave. Uh, and then by that point, uh, he'd been fed a bunch of sausages. And then it was he was like, it's time to go, mommy, you know, 
<laughs> I don't care if you eat your your eggs and bacon or not, but it's time for time to go. So so that is why I, I don't normally like going to cabanas. And it's not because I don't love cabanas. I actually do like cabanas. I really do love a lot of the uh, options and the variety. But I've just learned that with kids, for whatever reason, our kids just don't love that experience. And if they're not having a good time, I'm not having a good time. So I may as well go to go to places that have a more relaxing atmosphere to start with. Yeah. So keep in mind that like our kids are pandemic kids, like in that age group, and they never went to buffets. <laughs> you know, maybe that's right. Maybe it's just that it's just not a part of their life experience. Um, and, and it, you know, I, it, it's okay. That's why they have options on the ship. You know, I, I honestly, we made it work. And on, on a castaway key day, I would go to a sit down restaurant. The problem is the sit down restaurants are slower. So if you want to have that slower pace morning, go for it. But if you are young on the island ASAP, then you need to go to, you have to go to the buffet. That's just really the, the better option. Because then you you have the option to more quickly choose your food, sit down, eat, and then get off the boat. So yes, rope drop the restaurant. Yeah, like yes. when it opens, which is what I think what you. That's did. what I typically did, and you can ask them. You can tell them that you're in a rush, and they will, you know, try to, you know, they'll try to scurry. Um, but um, I'll say this: like as a person who did a number of meals by myself with my small child, you know. Just because, you know, Ron and I will separate some, you know, a lot during um, the trip, you know, just because like we have different interests and we have different things and different goals. And, you know, as a parent, you don't want to be strolling around with a baby in a stroller at the buffet. It's not fun for anybody, frankly. Same. Same. It's just not, it's just not ideal. So I, I learned very quickly. I go to the places that my child will let me go. And no matter what, I will find food. And no matter what, as long as I can get him to sit down and chill. I could, like, I, one of the cast members really took pity on me and could see that I clearly was struggling just a little bit. So she took the stroller and we strolled together with my tray and my food. And um, and we all walked together to get, you know, my plate. And then I had a couple of times where she came and checked on me while I was seated at the table and Andy was in her stroller. And she was like, do you need anything else? You want to go grab you something? I was like, oh my gosh. I don't want, I hate to ask, but could, I do need another drink. And she, she took care of that every time. Like she, um, she went up and got me some more, like whatever item I wanted off the, off of the buffet. So, you know, again, that just kind of worked out for me. I will say it was not a super crowded time. I happened to be there towards the latter end of lunch. Um, so that may or may not have bit, you know, played into that, but ultimately they're going to try and make sure you have a good time. They're not, they don't, they don't want to see you floundering. (laughs) yeah yep i feel you so because uh so after breakfast we've already we've discerned that rachel has to go get the quick breakfast uh, to the chagrin of everybody's uh situation and because i'll be by myself it'll be interesting uh we we either will eat or we will not it really will depend on the attitude of the child and uh, what his feelings are that morning and if he is willing to uh to you know scurry his way through the the buffet then we will make it happen uh if not then i might grab a few to-go items and throw it in the bag and then we'll get on the island and figure it out from there 
so after after I of course uh, deal with the breakfasting with me and my toddler by myself uh, in the you know in cabanas or uh, at the buffet, then I will of course get my way off of the island with my child in tow. And if he is a, if he's being a good listener, then we can continue on our way to meet characters because that would be a perfect day for me. Yeah. A lot of people like to go jump on the tram. And I don't, I don't mind taking the tram. I do like taking the tram. However, if you take the tram, you actually miss the opportunity to see certain characters along the way. Mm -hmm. So there is a certain joy that comes with that. And if your child likes characters, which fortunately for me, mine does now, finally, uh, I, I would, I know that I am willing to do that walk down towards the beach just to meet these characters. Plus, some really great photo ops too with the ships yes. behind you in yes, that exactly. about area. Exactly, and and I you know me, I'm all about the photos. The photos are, are are key because I have to have something to show proof that I went and did these things so I can look back upon these memories. Uh, but then, but the other reason is because I've got to get my you know my signature picture in front of Mount Rushmore. So. I, I, <laughs> You know that's that's a that's important for me. Uh, I I uh, that's I, what Mount Rushmore is. <laughs> yes, yes, I shall. Yes, I shall. Mount Rushmore is the uh, it's the basically the the four giant statues of your main Disney characters. Of course, I think it's like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and they are made out of giant um, old. Ooh. Yeah, like old. I, I guess they appear to be, I guess, old like uh, anchors or something from old ships. Yeah, they're definitely like some kind of ship parts that have been discarded yes. and turned into art. Yes, basically discarded ship parts. And uh, I think, I don't really know where the term Mount Rustmore came from. I just know that, that that's what people call it. In fact, there actually may be a sign there now that I think about it that actually dubbed it as Mount Rustmore. But for, for me, that's always been like the iconic image of Castaway Key. And so I feel like it's not a day at Castaway Key unless I've gotten my picture there. Just like you're getting your picture in front of the, the castle at the Magic yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Rachel. You guys don't know how serious Rachel is about these photos. But, you know, of, of our entire family, um, every time we do like a big family trip or even like a medium-sized family trip, uh, Rachel makes these big uh, framed collages of all the photos and the, not just the photos, but the little collectees, the little paper collecting thing, like either napkins or bookmarks or little stickers, things that she has collected on the trip that end up in that collage. And it's just, um, it's something that Rachel does. And there are a million Disney photos in her house. If you can imagine somebody taking a that memorabilia from every single one of their disney experiences like that's how rachel memorializes her <laughs> disney life well, oh, well and of course because i have too many of those i've now started doing like the 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 um digital photo album style instead so now i do like shutterfly or other brands uh companies that do the similar thing where you basically create your own uh scrapbooks mm -hmm. <laughs> i just make my own gotta get them off the wall into the bookshelf <laughs> i don't have enough space to put all like uh, collages all over my entire house so i, I had to right 
So, um, yes, I, I, yes, pictures and photographs for me are, are very important because those are the memories that you can look back upon. And I guess not to be too cheesy. It's just, uh, those are the, the, the moments that still make me smile. It brings me back. You know, I get that immediate flashback of, of happy positivity, even if it was a struggle to get to, to Mount Rushmore because I was hot and sweaty and, and dragging my toddler who was probably crying the whole time. I, I still know that I made it to Mount Rushmore and got my smiling picture. So, so, you know, made it happen. So after, after I do my photographs more, I am then going to make my way to the family beach uh, and then go uh, find a place to, to lounge upon. I'm going to create my little siesta area and it's basically now going to be, you know, Levine's Cove. So, <laughs> it's, it's now, and, but I also am very picky about where, about where I want to sit, which is another reason why I like to get to the island early because I, it's got to be shady. It's yes. got to have umbrellas or trees or both if possible, because <laughs> I, I've got to, I have just got to have some shade. And then I will probably pull out my fans or my fannery. And I've got, <laughs> uh, I've got my fans, fans. I've got my, I've got my shade and I've got all the things I've, you know, pulled out of my bags or whatnot of things I needed. And then, and then we kind of get to go on our merry way. I'm kind of with Ron in the sense that I don't necessarily need to do all of the, the beachy activity things, but if I was going to do any of those things, I would, would, uh, would try to do things that I think my child would be interested in that he, that he's never done, done before. Um, the stingray uh, interaction for me is something that I think he would actually thoroughly enjoy. Oh, is, is he, is he the right age for that? I have no idea, but I'm going to have to explore it. Um, but that I do know that that is something he would be interested in because he just loves animals and he loves uh, things that are slimy and he, you know, he loves, he loves things that are slimy. Of yes, you know, just, you know, he's a boy <laughs> and he, he wants to do those things. You know, he's, he wants to go and enjoy those things. Um, and, you know, we would probably just enjoy some time at the beach uh, and probably at some point we would then make our way to lunch for, for, you know, at cookies. And then my thought would be that it probably would be time to play at the, uh, little splash pad area for him after lunch, because you know, you can't immediately go into the ocean right after lunch because that's, you know, that's just too much. So you, you would hang out the splash pad and, uh, and kind of, you know, enjoy that for a bit and then go back to the beach for a little bit. Uh, knowing my husband, he really loves to snorkel. So he probably would be getting that snorkeling gear and then going out and doing the snorkeling. Uh, I do recommend the snorkeling. If you've never done snorkeling at Castaway Key, I would say you must do it at least once. And in fact, I, I will say you actually should do it more than once because every time you go back, they may have changed some of the items, the special hidden treasures that are on the scavenger hunt portion of your of your snorkel experience. But if it is, you know, a pretty hectic day on the ocean, if there's a lot of wind, it, it does mean it's going to be a little bit tougher to get yourself out there. So it is a lot of work uh, to get out there for the snorkeling, but it is worth it because the special treasures that you will find, like I said, along the way, really do make up for it. And they, and if you're super smart and you brought your, your special waterproof 
pouch. You put your phone in the waterproof pouch. You can even get some some snapshots of yourself under the water with some of those fun, fancy items. Uh, I will not say what any of those items are because obviously you need to be surprised. Well, um, definitely one I would say to look for for if you're a Parks fan is... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, should we should we tell the fans? No, like they have to find it. <clears throat> okay. Is the Nautilus. There's a Nautilus from the old 20,000 Leagues. And I will say this. Those are what you're snorkeling for at Castaway. Yeah, you're going to see some sea life, but it's not like yeah. snorkeling yeah. on a big reef. It, it's the Disney scavenger hunt. That's Actually, you make a very good point. This is not like you're, you know, you're going to the Great Barrier Reef here or going to a Hawaiian, um, you know, coastal area or where you see, Florida. yeah, you know, th this is a, an, uh, I would say just a standard snorkeling spot. But what they've done is they've taken an average space to go snorkeling and they've Disneyfied it and they've given you a lot of extra Disney Easter eggs that really add some. Uh, like a, a scavenger hunt kind of experience to it so it is not like your standard snorkeling yeah it's a beach snorkel it's not like a reef snorkel mm, yeah yes yes i agree but that's why i think that snorkeling is really truly special at castaway key because you're re you're really not going to get that experience anywhere else i mean snorkeling you can kind of assume that you know most places you're ever going to do that at are going to be really quite interesting you're going to see some interesting fish and sea creatures but but at Castaway Key, it's just it's just a different experience. The focus is not the sea life; it really is the um, it really is the scavenger hunt, if you will. Yeah. But that's not to say that you won't see sea life. Kind of like what Ron was saying. In fact, we actually rented our snorkel gear for like the entire day at Castaway Key, which I'm I'm pretty sure that's how it works there. They actually just charge you one flat rate, and you can yeah. either keep it with you or whatever. And there's um, actually a really great deal if you, I think there's a trio. You could do the yeah. bike, the two snorkel yeah. gear. Which is totally, yeah. you know, you're going to go spend the hour bike ride. Because I think it's an hour that you get with the bike. I'm not sure the exact deal because we didn't do it. But you could do the same path as the running path and the walking path. And there's like an observation tower you could go out to. There's also the old um like jet runway that yeah, that's the main. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you would be able to go. It is actually pretty cool. If you're a bike enthusiast, I would say not even an enthusiast, just a casual bike rider, you would probably really enjoy it. Um, but I, I mean, I'm not a bike person, so I'm certainly not going to go out of my way. Same. But but what did surprise me was if you do snorkel at Serenity Bay, uh, even though um, I think as Ron was saying, because of the way that that beach is is designed. Uh, the tide does not come in very high on that beach, so you do tend to get a more, a more shallow beach. But if you do go out a bit uh, and snorkel um, further on the beach, there is actually more interesting sea life there. In fact, uh, my husband snorkeled out there for a couple of hours one day uh, on, at Serenity Bay while I was literally just laying on the beach the whole time. And uh, he found us, he was like following a sea turtle for a while. Uh, there was a, I think a, a big manta ray that he was following for a bit. And just, he was really impressed at the sea creatures, which was, was, which really was what he was looking for. Even though he really enjoyed doing the scavenger hunt at the family beach, he was very excited to actually see some sea creatures um, because that, that's obviously what people really are looking for when they are doing, doing snorkeling. So they are there. You just have to really go look for them. Um, 
I, I think if I was going to do any other excursion-y style things, um, I, I would attempt to try and do the glass bottom boat at some point, just because it's just such an, an, an iconically classic uh, beachy style uh, ex experience. And again, a, a unique experience. But I also would probably consider doing like jet skis or something only because why not? It's fun. They're fast. Plus it's one of the few ways you actually can get kind of close to the ship um because uh you can't when you get off of the boat because of where it docks that there's not really very many other areas that you get very close to the ship but because of where the jet skis go you actually get a little bit closer to the boat than what any other excursion does so if you really want to get a more up close and personal experience with the ship that's probably your best way to do it and I think it's more of like a jet ski tour, from my understanding. Like, you kind of stay together. You don't just yeah. go on your own. Yeah. Yes. Um, is there scuba diving? Like, is there a scuba diving excursion? So None of us are certified, I so see, I never looked. I didn't see that when I looked at the list. There is, um, like, it's, I think it's like parasailing. Yeah, yeah, they, which they is have 95% of the yeah time. you have to keep them. Yeah, I mean, it depends they, on the also have the, the banana boats, and then also, what is it? The bike, the bicycles those water bicycles yeah they have lots of different kinds of um what do you call it manually powered boats um so yeah there's water bikes there are kayaks and i think there maybe one other like push kind of boat uh, like it's the aqua trike is the yes. bike thing. That, that, the water tricycle thing yeah. um not really my cup of tea but I guess if I was the kind of person that was going to Castaway Key all the time and wanted to try and do a different excursion each time, I probably would try it at least once. Um, but I, I think for me, honestly, the best day at Castaway Key for me really is just trying to find as much time to relax as possible. I would even go as far as to go and like get a frozen uh, beverage uh, at one of the bars and then, then top it off by putting it in one of those amazingly cool cups like they have the Olaf cups and the mm -hmm. and they have uh, you know Sven cups they also have uh, you know seasonal cups sometimes it really just depends I think at one point they also had the crush the big crush cups that they were doing there like frozen beverages yeah. and stuff too they're gonna change whatever the collectible cup is but yes yes I, I and I think the one difference for me is I probably would get a virgin drink only just because I, I don't really love um, drinking alcohol in the heat, uh, but that's just me. Very true. Um, but I still would do everything I can to put it in an amazingly fun, cool, cool takeaway cup that I can take with me. Um, but I, I am a souvenirs person, so I absolutely cannot, I, I cannot not go to she sells seashells by the seashore. I, I just absolutely have to go yeah. in there. I just can't get away from it. Um, <laughs> I and I will likely walk away spending a stupid amount of money and that's just because that's me and I, I just know what I like and this is why I save up a lot of money when I go for my Disney trip so I don't have to worry about these things um so I will recommend though you do really need to go to do souvenirs earlier in the day uh because things do run out uh but then also the the stores do close earlier than you think <laughs> so so I, I do recommend at least uh, if you know that you are a souvenirs person, you may as well go either at the beginning of your day and then just keep your souvenirs with all of your stuff on the beach uh, or go right after lunch. 
because you you're just you because you just can't take a chance that the stores are going to close uh before you are ready to leave the island uh, but that would be my perfect day, relaxing, chilling at the beach, uh, you know, running around with my toddler, probably. I'm sure he would want to build sandcastles and he would say, mommy, want to build sandcastles with me? And then I would go, sure. Why don't you get some water from the ocean and let's build sandcastles? Um, and knowing him, he'll probably want sandcastle toys. So I'm sure we'll have to bring those along too or buy some. Who knows? Whatever he wants, he's going to get. Because I just can't say no to this kid. So <laughs> so, so there you go. Yeah, I would say don't expect to have a thrilling day at Castaway. It is more about your typical resort beach kind yeah. of activities you can get a massage we've nobody mentioned that that's true um, and there are um if you are one of the lucky few you can get one of the like 26 some odd cabanas that you have so, to book several days in advance so i i actually am with you on the massage thing i've heard a lot of people talk about the massages but they do those tend to book up really quickly mm -hmm. so that's the only thing is that that but i have been told i have heard on good authority <laughs> okay because again as a woman who spends a lot of time in the spa on the boats i've talked to many people who apparently spa like i do and so i have been told that if you're gonna do a massage on on the disney cruise line apparently doing it at castaway key is supposed to be one of the better experiences in all of disney cruisedom and the reason why is because of the location that they have you do the the massage yeah so the, the, exactly so the massages on the ship are done of course in the spa they are very quiet rooms um, they are private rooms now if you're doing it on castaway key you are still getting a private room but you're doing it while getting the natural sounds of the ocean and the natural sounds of the people out in the island with you. So it's not like you're getting that makeshift, um, the makeshift sound machine music space that you're going to get in the spa. You're going to get something that is more organic and a little bit more realistic, uh, but still getting that truly like tailored and for you massage experience so i i so this is what i've been told i'm glad you brought that up ron about the massage because i, I remember hearing about it the last few like the last couple of times i was at the spa and it's been such a dreamy idea concept but i've never really considered it because i just assume i'm not going to be able to uh to to book it because i just assume somebody's going to get there and book it before me yeah. yeah a lot of these things as i said like now if you're not now that they have pearl level and yeah. uh, yeah. um, the castaway club or even concierge you're not going to get the cabanas or these kind of things you could put yourself on a wait list and you know i think from my understanding of some people it's not a 50 50 shot of getting off a wait list if you get like there early because a wait list you can't start till you're on the boat right uh but you you get a good you get an okay shot if you do it but you just got to keep an eye on and keep checking and yeah. checking and checking. It's Everybody, we're actually going to cut this episode here because it ran a little long. We're going to continue next week with our onboard activities for our sea day. 
But we want to thank you guys for listening to Mousebirds. And if you're interested in booking a Disney cruise or Disney vacation, please contact us at our travel agent sponsors at ttavacations at gmail.com. Or if you have a comment on the show or a question, please email mouseberts at gmail.com. On behalf of Laurel and Rachel, my co-hosts, this is Ron, and thank you guys for listening to the Mouseberts. Thank you.